Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Big stories and even bigger guests. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. So, behind Donald Trump, were Barack and Michelle Obama, George and Laura Bush, Bill and Hillary Clinton. He spared none of them. He spared none of them in his speech. He challenged both the Democrats and the Republicans in that speech. And if anybody's surprised at the tone of the speech, then you've been sleeping for a while. And if you take exception with what he said during the speech, then you haven't been listening to what he said during the campaign. And if you complain that it sounds too much like a campaign speech, which John McCain seemed to do, well, what what do you think his voters wanted to hear? What do you think the people who voted for Donald Trump, who really wanted change, remember the guy in 2008 promised change, What do you think the people who voted for Donald Trump wanted? They wanted exactly what he said yesterday. Those who hate him, it wouldn't have mattered what he said. They were going to hate him anyway. So he did what he had to do, and now he has to deliver on the promises he made. I understand the protest today, and it's perfectly fine. It's good. When people stand up and they protest something in a in a manner where they don't destroy things, that is a fundamental democratic right. I received an email from uh, Mark who writes, if the women say they are not specifically targeting Trump, why aren't they in front of the Saudi embassy with that country's record of making chattel of women? It's a good point. It's an interesting point. I, I think it's fair to protest against Donald Trump, if that's the way you feel you must express your opposition to what he said and to what he promises and what he commits to, that's fair. But at some point, if people are going to stand up for women's rights and fundamental human rights of women, then there has to be someone who will say, well, let's go and protest at the Saudi embassy. I'm making friends everywhere, aren't I? That's okay. I've done that all my life. 1-800-263-2428 is the number. Trump's speech, and how do you feel about him being the 
President of the United States. In a little while, we played the whole thing uh, last hour. Some of you weren't with us. We'll play a little bit of it shortly. And the little bit is of this. I'll go to your calls in 10 seconds. Bill O'Reilly from Fox News put together a series of clips of mainstream media talking heads. The mainstream, well-paid talking heads in the United States. And the giggling and the dismissive laughter that the idea, at the notion of Donald Trump running for president of the United States. They were just having so much fun. We'll play a bit of that for you in about 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. Let's go back to your calls. 800-263-2428. Who's been holding on a long time here? Pete in Edmonton, I think. Hey, Pete, how are you, sir? Thank you for the call. Complaining, Roy. Thank you very much. Yeah, I think Trump. Uh, I think your last caller said that Trump is doing it for the betterment of the country. No, he's doing it for the betterment of his ego. Uh, I think most politicians go into politics for ego because whether it's ten years from now or hundred years from now, we'll all remember who the forty-fifth president of the United States is. I, I think it's a political risk. I think he's behind. Uh, I think Reagan, who was an actor with uh, not much life experience, Clinton was just an Arkansas lawyer, Bush Jr., dumb as a brick, and Obama, no extensive life or business experience. We survived all four of them. We survived all four of them. Thank you very much, very nicely. And I think we'll survive Trump, whether he's four years or eight years. I think we'll survive. He won't be the best. He won't be the worst. Uh, I think he'll toe down his rhetoric. Uh, and I think you know what he says and what he does will be two different things. But I don't think he's going to be the disaster that many people think. Because let's face it, I, I mean, I'm, I'm very neutral on all of them. But Obama Jr., and I'm a Republican because I'm a conservative by nature in Canada. Bush Jr. was dumb as a brick. We survived eight years of him. Thank you very much. And Obama, with no life experience, eight years prior to becoming president, we survived him as well. So if we can survive those two, we'll survive Trump. Thank you very much. So it's politics as usual as far as you're concerned. Yeah, I think so, because, you know, he's going he's, you know, to go in, he's going to try and change things. But, you know, Obama said this the same thing, and one of his things is we're going to shut down Guantanamo Bay. Well, that never happened. And so, you know, he's got some, he's got some ideas. He's got some flawed ideas. He's a very flawed character. I, and I think I'll, I'll just, you know, point out the obvious that we did not have the best candidate from the Republicans. We did not have the best candidate from the Democrats. But we can say that for the past 20, 25, 30 years, the best people do not want to run. Well, arguably in Canada, the only reason Justin Trudeau was chosen as the leader of the Liberal Party is because of the connection of the name. They didn't choose him because of his outstanding Oh, absolutely. Brilliance. And I think he'll prove to be a complete disaster, too, because well, I think he's already done that. I think, I think, I think the, uh, the public and I think certainly the media give them another six months or a year from now, and they'll turn against them, and they'll turn against them viciously. All right, Pete, I appreciate the call in Edmonton. See, Pete doesn't think I've turned on Justin. Tomorrow we'll give you the uh, the story, the inside story of where we are with the pursuit of an interview with the Prime Minister of Canada. 800-263-2428. Where are we going? Simcoe, Ontario. And Cyril, Cyril, thank you for the call, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Roy. You and I are too much on the same page. Uh-oh. Uh, Trump with his vintage Trump. What do you expect him to do? You think he's going to change what he's been saying exactly. all the way along? Through exactly. He's, uh, he said he's a man of his word. He's standing by what he campaigned on, and he didn't change anything yesterday. In fact, there was nothing new. Do you know what I find interesting as well? You look at um, You look at the cabinet choices that he's made. All of these individuals have accomplished a great deal in life, whether you 
support them or not. They've accomplished a great deal in life. None of the them opposition, were community organizers. Yeah, well, <laughs> the, the opposition, of course, always finds it necessary to denigrate whoever the, whoever the government chooses. And the, and the Republicans did the same thing with Barack Obama. Well, that's their job. But, but what changed was, on the first day in office for Barack Obama, seven of his selections for cabinet were approved by the Republicans. They let it go through. They let it pass through without 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 enough objection to extend the selection process or the or the or the inquisition. Uh, in 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 Trump's case, only two were passed by the Democrats. I mean, it's going to they're going to get through anyway because the Democrats can't stop them. But they delayed it, so you have these little political games being played. Still, I don't know about you, but that annoys the hell out of me because it tells me more of the same, more of the same, more of the same. But you've got in the White House now a character who will fight unconventionally, and the politicians who are expecting the conventional approach are going to be in for a shock. But the man is a true patriot. Say what you want about him. The man is a patriot. I just want to make one other comment regarding the number of men uh, in this march today in Washington. How many of them are real men? Oh, Don't forget the Cyril, stop it. You can be a real man and march with women. Anne is in London, Ontario. Hi, Anne. Oh, hi, Roy. Uh, thanks for taking my call. It's entirely my pleasure. I I, uh, I thought the speech was absolutely marvelous. I was riveted by it. Um, I mean, that's exactly what he campaigned on, like everybody has said. His plan absolutely makes sense. Jobs, border security, getting America back to the shape that it was in before, because it's really, really suffering. It's a mess. Yeah, it's a disaster. It's a mess. It's a disaster, Roy. I mean, I actually was almost in tears listening to it, because I have friends in the States, and I know how much they've suffered. There is so much tension in the States. Uh, Obama has brought so much racism there's just so much anger. Uh, there are people that are so frustrated. They're hopeless. Now they have hope again. They want jobs. They want a future. And they want their country back. Well, keep in mind, there are people who, uh, who dislike uh, Barack Obama. Uh, Barack Obama. Well, yeah, Barack Obama. But there are people who intensely dislike Donald Trump. And thank you very much for the call. I appreciate it. Now, she said they want their country back. It's interesting because in 2009, my wife and I were in South Carolina on vacation. And we were walking around Charleston, and we wound up in a little, um, by mis- just by happenstance, we wound up in a little auction. So we sat down, and we watched what was going on, and I ended up bidding for some item, small sort of s- southern United States item. And I was bidding against an American who was sitting beside me, and I ended up winning it. I don't know, it was 10 bucks, 12 bucks, whatever it was, I got the item. And I sat down, and uh, he wanted to look at it, and I let him look at it, and I said, no, I'll give it to you for 15 bucks, make a little profit, and then he just laughed. And we started, he said, where are you from? I said, I'm from Canada. He said, oh, you know, he started talking about politics. He started talking about the United States, and he was an ex-Marine. And he just looked at me, and he said, I want my country back. That's all he said. And I never forgot that. And I've talked to a number of people about it on the air. And that I want my country back, that was the overriding theme which drove the Donald Trump campaign. People, Americans felt like they'd lost their country. Rightly, wrongly, whether you agree or disagree, I'm just quoting what I heard people say. We're back after this.